Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Well, hell yeah, it's K-Rock. It is just after 8 o'clock on a very wet Monday morning. Uh, here's the good news we have for you. Destination number three was announced just about an hour ago, and we will get you on that standby list an hour from now so you can go see Incubus in Tokyo. We already gave away that trip to travel to see uh, some 41 in Paris, and that went to a listener by the name of Ishmael Gonzalez. Congratulations. Uh, that guy is off. On an all-expense-paid trip to check out some K-Rock artists around the world, you'll have your chance starting at 9 a.m. this morning with us for destination number three. Allie, also... Yes? In one hour's time, we will be joined by a mystery guest. Oh. Because is it Snoop? It's, it, it's, it's a guy the, who the, looks the, like Snoop. It's the Snoop lookalike. There is a, a mystery guest, an actual musician, who will be on with us because there's, a, believe it or not, another festival that's about to drop their lineup. And uh, this person will be on that lineup and is calling us first to give us the big news. That is happening just after 9 o'clock this morning right here on K-Rock. I'm Klein. There's Ali. You got Hi. Jake the Nerd back Sir. there. His name comes from his grandfather who was a preacher. <laughs> uh, you got DJ Omar Khan. Hey. You got Postmaster Gianni surviving. Only Jake's <laughs> Rob over the weekend. And there she is, uh, Vanessa. And let me tell you, Vanessa's developing quite a fan base. I mean, it's really wild As how many she people. Should. Well, hello and good morning, Klein and Allie. I'm happy to be calling the go line at this early hour to compliment Vanessa. She's so funny. You have to feature her more. We really enjoy Vanessa. I love the sound of her voice and the way she thinks. Vanessa, you are loved. It's just uh, that guy clearly intoxicated, but clearly has no critical, has no um, sobriety. I think in his past, present, or future. So, uh, but Vanessa, how does it feel to be an instant superstar? Um, I don't feel like an instant superstar, but thank you, sir. (laughs) Cool boy. Thank you, not pervy guy. Very nice. Everyone loves Vanessa. Uh, Ali, there's a guy on the phone right now. I think wants to rub something in my face. Let's let him. Hold on one second. This is a local boy from Redondo Beach who I think was on Shark Tank on Friday. (gasps) 
And you guys made fun of my appearance on Shark Tank at the beginning of uh, this season, season well, I mean, 15. Everything from the um, poppers in the trailer to you and your little, like, kitschy, like, hey, you know, Mimi, you had your little speech what, that was what all... I, hold on, what? what? Me and my little Mimi? What yeah, did I you do? had Lima, your little jokes and your speech and everything, and you did the popper at the end, and you were like, bazaar! Is this uh, Nathaniel Wellen? This is Nathaniel Wellen. Hello! Welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Thank you. I'm a big fan. I listen to the show every morning before school with my mom. Ah, cool. She's got good taste. Did she ever make you change the station, or you're old enough now to uh, listen to most of what we talk about? I I listen to everything you guys talk about, so I'm... I'm a pro. Right, I want to li- play this clip, Allie, because this guy was on Shark Tank on Friday. And- so this kid is, uh, so you're 15 years old and you've already started your own business and I don't know what the business is. No, I'm going to play this clip. Hold on. Hold on. Don't don't give it away, Nathaniel. Hold on. Listen, this was him. Okay. This was him doing what I did, but doing it better, which is infuriating for me. But listen. Hello, Sharks. <laughs> my name's Nathaniel Wellen. I'm from Los Angeles, California. This is my mom. This is my sister. And I'm <laughs> seeking $100,000 for 10% equity in my company. All right, so you're thinking, all right, that's a fair ask, but what is this guy doing? Did he invent the first world's first wine to drink with pizza pie wine like I did? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. I hope not. You created <laughs> the same product. Because if a 15-year-old threw up their alcohol. younger it, and you got a deal. Hold on, listen, this was that he came up Sharks, with. it's been thousands of years, and the standard umbrellas we use today have not changed much. That's why I invented the duo, the dual handle umbrella designed for two. Because you know what, Sharks? Everyone deserves their own handle. Oh, my God. This is a great idea. Hold on. Why didn't you say mine was a great idea? No, because yours isn't. (laughs) This is a great idea. Klein, do you know how annoying it is when you're with a couple, you're trying to both walk in the rain, and then you're trying to move the handle over to one person, and and then it's never covering both of you? But if both of you have a handle... A problem is solved. Sounds like something that's been pitched exactly. to us in the dank tank before. So, Nathaniel, so you built this thing, this uh, double handle. What's it called? The the what? The duo. You built the duo, and then you went on Shark Tank, and was it easy? Because I know Klein was really trying to get on for a lot of years. It was like, oh, oh try and fail, try and fail. Was it easy for you? Probably for him, it was. <laughs> Klein knows as well as I do that it could be a grueling process to get on that show. There now, are so many, so many right forms to fill out but it was it was amazing um to go through the process i didn't uh I, I left with no deal i wanted a deal they refused one by one as uh, they i think they liked it but they couldn't get involved uh, yeah that's what they say when they really hate did, it did you get a deal i did get it oh, yeah. god damn it Unbelievable. Klein, a 15-year-old kid, a listener who comes up with an idea that, hey, maybe on the surface you would say, oh, whatever, that's some idea someone came up with when they were high. He goes on Shark Tank. He gets a deal. He walks away with a dream come true. And Klein, you're empty-handed. Yeah, I know. Thank you for saying that again. I'm well aware (laughs) of what happened. Thank you. you are coming up with something that already exists. Versus this guy is developing something Nothing. that doesn't What are you exist? talking about? There's no... Well, thank there's, you. Don't get on Sparkling Allie's side. Sparkling wine? That's your invention. It's not my... 
F you. It's <laughs> totally different. And and uh, sorry, Nathaniel, you have to hear two grown adults talk. Congratulations. I always no. like it when a local guy, I always Thank like it when you. there's an L.A. person on Shark Tank. I would prefer I got a deal as well, but I'm glad if one of us could get the deal, it was you. Man. Well, thank you, Fine. For the record, I think probably more of I mean, it's, all, it's great to look at, right? I can't drink it yet. Right. But, um, um, five years or whatever. Um, I'll get you a can. I, I, I'm sure in six years I'll enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. Good. Maybe we can call out. <laughs> I'm glad your math is not uh, your strong point well, either. I'm, I'm still going to give it to you in five years. Uh, and Nathaniel, congrats on uh, getting the deal. Wait, and- how much money did you get? $100,000 for 18% with Robert. Okay. Oh, nice. Well, let me just see what I got. I wrote it down here. Oh, that's a blank sheet of paper. I got that's zero, right. I got zero dollars. I got zero dollars <laughs> from anyone. Uh, so, so, na- so now let me ask you this. This is your first day returning to school today since uh, getting on that show. You think uh, it's going to be like you're going to start having that fame, all those uh, everything you want in school, the teachers, the <laughs> other students, et cetera? Well, actually, I don't have school today. The first day is tomorrow because we have a break for sem- for the semester. So Unbelievable. I, schools have, I, I, this is wild now, and I don't know about where you go to school, Redondo Beach, whatever. Where my kids go to school, they have found a way to take every other day off for some reason. Oh, I know. It is wild. Yeah. I cannot get to the bottom. They're like, we have a holiday on Monday, so we're taking the whole week off for conferences. Here's an invention, Nathaniel. Come up with this. A school that's open year-round, and every day they have school. <laughs> That sounds like torture. Okay. Duo school. Hey, congratulations, by the way. And uh, the duo, Thank uh, you. Uh, it, must be, it must have been nice to go on there and get a deal. I, you know, it was awesome, but I, you know, I went through the same experience, right? It's amazing to just meet all of them and, and just be in front of everyone. Just Not for me. Yeah, this is what successful people yeah, say. It was right. just yeah. nice yeah. to meet yeah. everybody. <laughs> I don't feel you know that what? Way. Yeah, yeah, they're not oh, like, well, my life is sad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy your $100,000. I hopefully will. We'll try to get it into marketing. We want to sell more of these umbrellas, right? It's it's one of those perfect rainy California days that we get once every month. So, I know. We don't have very many of them. Think about it, Al. You could use this umbrella with your... Uh, your wife could use it with whoever she's cheating on you with. So, no, we can use it together because we're married and she doesn't cheat. And would you say that our show, by listening to Klein Alley Show K-Rock, would you say that we were inspirational in this journey in any way for you, Nathaniel? I think you guys get some credit, yes. Okay, great. My, my, my general morale. We'll take 20%. That's verbal contract. This is K-Rock. We like to feature people that are way more successful than we are on the show, and that streak continues. It's a good opportunity right now as we are inching closer and closer to Valentine's Day. If you haven't been to a CVS or Walgreens lately, they pretty much revamped the entire store. Every aisle, hearts, candies all over the place. Good luck trying to stay healthy with whatever, whatever your goal was this year. Everywhere you look, it's like chocolates. I was in a C's candy yesterday. And that's understandable. You're going to find a lot of candy there. But I couldn't get over the fact that people are already loading up. Like, they're loading up as if there's going to be a shortage of chocolate this year. I don't think I've ever bought chocolate for anybody I've dated on Valentine's Day. <sighs> I, I don't Just know why. Myself, I feel, but yeah, but, but it, it kind of feels... it. If you're giving somebody something that is going to make them like is that do you think that's going to make them want to have sex with you are you saying don't give someone something that's going to make them fat Uh, that's what you're saying you call yourself because you (laughs) want to say that but that's what you were saying why would you give your partner something something that's that's going to change that right is that because you've gone to hot yoga twice now you think you can start judging people (laughs) like me that he sees candy in the parking lot of the mall no 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 no. i just wonder how the tradition started was it just candy companies or is it supposed to be an aphrodisiac because i can't find because that's where my mind goes i can't 
understand the process of giving chocolate to somebody like I that. I think that the, the idea is it's sweet and we're sweet on each other and it seems like a really old school thing that was probably big no. in the 50s. And keep in mind, candy up until like the... Candy used to suck. Remember, it was like licorice and stuff. That's all they had. It was like lozenges and licorice and like rock candy and stuff. Yeah. So when they finally came out with chocolate, whatever year that was... People I think started it used probably to be going, like, wow, this is so fancy, right, that you're getting chocolate at all. Right. I mean, I, Now chocolate's everywhere. Who cares? I think for the most part, right. It would be a, If that was all someone got, they would be disappointed by that. Right. I agree. But there are couples that we're going to get into Don't Be a Dick, the couples edition, that are the worst type of couples for a variety of reasons. There are a lot of things that can make a couple intolerable. We're going to open up the phones, 800-520-1067. We'll get to your nominees in a moment. It's Don't Be a Dick couples edition as we get closer and closer to Valentine's Day and people making that decision right now. Do I couple up or do I stay single? Uh, we would love to hear from you. Who are the worst couples, types of couples on the planet? We will rid society of one, make this a better place to live, and we'll do it all after this break. Uh, romance is in the air, and yes, yeah, still January, but uh, I think officially now we're always like two weeks ahead of where the world is at, so people are already getting all Valentine's-y and romantic-y, etc. So we're trying to figure out in this edition of Don't Be a Dick, uh, which couple Reign supreme as the biggest dick couple. Don't be a dick. We all have our own nominees as well. We'll start with Chris, though. It's 800-520-1067 to join the conversation here at K-Rock. What's up, Chris? What's up, sweet dips? Sweet dips. Who do you got for us? So, I hate that couple. I've been married 13 years. Uh, I hate that newlywed stage with those couples that are always, babe this, babe, babe, babe this. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, that's a good nomination. Like, right? Makes us, Stupid. Makes us look bad. Yeah. Yeah, and probably at some point you maybe you're in that phase too, but you can always tell with like babe, you babe, 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 you babe, babe, babe. Oh, that's like a babe off every yeah, day. Yeah. And then eventually con- you get to the point in your life and in your relationship where you're like you. Katie. Yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> that. Get uh, over that. Yeah, it's funny because I do see, I f- sometimes you see that early stage relationship and I find it to be like, uh, it's a good reminder, like, oh, look how happy people are at the very beginning. That's why I've, I've always said they should put a clock on every relationship. Every relationship should only be allowed to last one year because usually the first year, everything's great. Sex is good. The dates are fun. You, you haven't all had like, your first big fight yet. No one's usually. farting in front of each other. Like everyone's on the up and up. And then after a year, that's when things kind of start to slide. And mm-hmm. think about that. If all of your relationships ended within a year, you'd have fun fond memories of probably all your exes. You're usually not aware of other people around you too in that first year of a relationship. Like you're PDAing all over the place. Somebody on the text line 714 wanted to nominate the one couple that does super hard makeouts at the park when everyone else is just there like being at the park. But that's like that's like new couple stuff. That's also new couple. It's a different type of dick uh, couple. The and, and they see this at like Disneyland too. Like they're about to go on a ride and I'm, and I'm like you're not really going off to real war And they're here. like sucking each other's yeah. faces right. off and you're like my god. But I I remember doing that when I was younger and in new relationships because you don't think about other people at all. You're only focused on each other. Yeah, but I also want to say to them, like, these are stormtroopers <laughs> and it's not real and you're going to come back alive. So you don't need to, you don't need to make out like the guy's going off to like Vietnam. Uh, like, it doesn't make sense. That's true. Seven, uh, three, one, three, one, oh, wanted to nominate the girl who is on the phone with her boyfriend all weekend because she can't be her own person on like any trip. Oh man, that is some. I know exactly. Everyone knows this person. It goes both. I think it goes both ways too. It's unfairly put on women only, but it is sometimes the person who is totally preoccupied with yes. their significant other, even when they're not with. Like 
they can't be their own person whatsoever. So they're always connected, like tethered to that person, even when they're not with them physically. Raymond, welcome to Don't Be a Dick. It's the couple's edition now, as we are getting closer and closer to Valentine's Day, where couples celebrate their love for each other. Let's take a moment to celebrate the couples that we think are the biggest dicks. What do you got? Yeah, so uh, the couples that constantly uh, post up pictures and videos of themselves, always saying how much they like each other, either on Instagram or Facebook or whichever. <laughs> yeah, the overposters. I follow somebody. I'm not going to say who they are. But they put up a random uh, appreciation of my man post. And it was not their birthday. It was not the, you know, Father's Day or one of those times or an anniversary. It was just a long Nine paragraph soliloquy about and they used all ten pictures. All I'm the, sure, all the, the pictures too. of this person and how they were the greatest. And I think to myself, I know this couple fights all the time. This guy tells me mm -hmm. he's like got a foot out the door. Really? So like, what is going on? I'd here? also and like to nominate people who refer to their boyfriend as my man. Why is that? Because you're a lesbian. I don't you can't know. Do that? It just bothers me. Isn't that it's what like, Katie refers to man. Yeah, she calls me her man. Yeah, you don't like that? Is that why? <laughs> I get it. Three, two, three. Wanted to nominate the couple that argues like nobody's around during a that's group a, outing. That's a great <laughs> nominee. It's so crazy because listen, we've and all you're been all sitting there like Ooh. right. We've all been super angry at our significant other at some point. And you know, you do that thing where you look at each other, you just bite, you can actually see yourself biting your God, tongue and lip. I know, lip, especially if like, they're getting a story wrong right. and you're like, you're making me look like an idiot. There, I didn't do that. There is the couple that fights like they are home in a bedroom with the door closed. <laughs> and yet there's everyone sitting around there. Oh, uh, you would say that. <laughs> like, last what? time we went, we can't go anywhere without. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a real. I can't tell if that couple is actually a strong couple because they're so <laughs> into their thing that they just don't care about that, or they're on the verge of of game over. Yeah, I would like to nominate the um, workout couple, the couple that works out together, oh, and they're always man. talking about their workouts, and they're always they're definitely babe people. Yes, they they love to inspire each other in a very annoying sort of they're way. They're mixing up each other's shakes. Yeah, you know, and they're going on runs together or they're spotting each other at the gym and they always want to tell everybody else about their workout routine so it makes every other couple feel like they're losers. The couple I was going to nominate, which is the one that... One of them is always forced to be the picture taker for the couple. And the other one is the... Ah. It's, it's usually like what I would call the Instagram couple or the... Where one is always the one holding the camera. Mm -hmm. and the so, other, so it and, just and, looks like the person's alone or they're the selfie taker? No, they're kind of doing the shots of just the other person. And right. they're doing the self... Almost like they're self-directing. Like they'll just... Wherever they want. The Runyon Canyon, they're going to stop everything because they're in the middle of doing a photo yes. shoot. Yes. No, that is good. And there's a place near my house that is a hot spot for it. And it, you can't hike there, but mostly it's just couples. And there is always one person take it. It looks like they are in the middle of a photo shoot, but it's not. It's just a couple. 714. We talked about this before on the show. Same ciders at the restaurant. Clearly, the table is designed for you to sit across from each other, yep. but you decide to cram yourself into the bench so you don't have to be more than a foot apart. We've definitely talked about that in great great length before I agree. 626 wanted to nominate, yeah, the couple that, that fights, but then also asks for your advice and asks for you to get involved in their fight. <laughs> it's like, isn't, didn't he say this? Did Weren't you there? Did Were you listening? And you're like, I don't know. I don't want to get involved in uh, this. 310, couple that's bored, so they're always coming up with these, quote, epic adventures, and they want you to join them on. So it's like, hey, uh, we're going to go jump out of a plane this weekend, or we got a group on for bungee uh, jumping. You should yeah. get in on this. I don't think, look, uh, whatever, I guess it depends on the couple right there. Um, couple that shows up with their kid and brings it to everything, even things that kids are not supposed to be at, Allie. 
Okay, you know what? I have not brought my kid to that many non-kid things. Name I'm, one. I'm just reading the text line. Well, Two and three couples that say we. Oh, we don't yeah, eat. That's good. Yeah, we that's good. We don't eat funny. nuts. <laughs> that's maybe the, maybe the winner of this whole Stop. thing. This is K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. That's Cannons. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll get to your name on this empty list. It's a standby boarding list to travel to Tokyo, Japan. It's the Incubus. That is destination number three, K-Rock World Tour 2024. And your name should go on the top of this list. We'll give you your first chance in 20 minutes right here, K-Rock. Also, if you want to win some tickets from us and you were on a first date this past weekend, we'd love to hear from you next hour for a little round of where'd you go, how far'd you go. Uh, last time, I think the, we're on a bit of a streak now of these dates ending well, so hopefully that continues, but maybe not. If you were on a first date in any way, shape, or form during the rainy weekend weather doing God knows what, love to hear from you. Uh, you can slide in the DMs, Klein Alley Show. You can call us now or send us a text at 800-520-1067, and we'll get you on with us next hour. If we put you on the air, we'll probably give you some tickets so you can do something on a future date. I feel like people had sex this weekend just out of boredom. A lot of st- look when the weather's like that. I would imagine there's a lot of oopsies pregnancies that happen just because of the weather. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, we binge watched a show. Now what? Yeah, and, and that's th- just what kind of happens. And if you're not a fan of like football, like I know that for people that are into football, it was a great weekend because you had two games Saturday, two games Sunday. But you didn't you- feel like you had to be outside, right? But if you don't care about football, I actually like it when the weather's not good here and football's on because I feel <laughs> less guilty. But when you don't care about it, then you're thinking to yourself, "What am I going to do this weekend?" And you're watching the games. By the way, if you're keeping track, Vanessa, you. Last week, you got uh, three out of four games predicted correctly. Yes. No, nope. Hold on. I think I'm, I'm wrong. I got three out of four predicted correctly. You got two out of four. No. No, no. Hold on. I also got the same as you. We both got three out of four? Mm-hmm. How's that mathematically possible? Well, you uh, picked the Chiefs to win, and that was really the only difference. Oh, yeah. We were on board. The, the oh, one... and you picked the Bucks to win. Yeah, that was my big mistake. Mm-hmm. I should have. So, really l- listen it. to this. How long have you been predicting games and gambling? I don't want to talk about it. How long, long have you been a football fan? My whole life. Right. And Vanessa, how many football games have you watched? Uh, in real life, just one. <laughs> just one and ever? Real yeah, in your it, was life. That, it was like that orange team. The Browns? I don't know. You uh-huh. watched one football game <laughs> ever and it was the, the Browns? Browns? I'm not sure if it was the Browns, but so it was sad. against the Rams and an orange team. <laughs> oh, God damn it. And Klein, we, you, I know, we did the same. On I the entire, it. But on your... the entire season, including postseason, you're at 28 wins and Vanessa's at 27 wins. So what does that tell you about your own self? It means I better do better than her this weekend or <laughs> things are going to get... I got what two I got two more games and a Super Bowl. Yep. And if she if she's one away her, from me. Yeah. I know. I'm not feeling good about it right no. now. All I right. should be much more further ahead. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you sure should. I've watched thousands of games in my life. <laughs> College level. <laughs> Pro level. You know a lot about the ins and outs of the game. Every level. And and we're separated by one game at this point. Is embarrassing. She's still only telling the games apart by color. <sighs> it's unbelievable. That's <laughs> someone who literally answered a question. How many Blue team games versus you orange yeah. team. And I, I think that my I think my son knows more than that. God damn. Well, Allie watches the games for a completely different reason. And she claims that this weekend was the gayest of all the weekends. And here's was. the proof. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. There is Kelsey with Klein on him, and Bella finally trying to pull it out, but Evans held on. Nice job here from McCaffrey to watch the hole. That's exactly where the hole was. That is big. Edwards is out. Gay is in the locker room. We see Tranquil on the field right now for Gay. Got two of the best young quarterbacks in the league trading blows. Coming from behind. 
Something that this great 49ers team has not had to deal with too often. Here he comes. It's just window dressing for what's working. Uh, we delivered body blows. and Now it's all ripped open. How did you gut this one out? Oh, I just love my guys. And all those guys in that locker room, they're going to find a way. He needs to get down. He's he got to go down. Just go down and the go game's down. over. He's watching Lamar Jackson take it in. This Look. is... Very concerning. These have yeah. been the gayest sports highlights from this week. What do you mean concerning? Uh, just saying what we're all thinking, Allie. <laughs> Quick break. Back with your ADD News next. Hey, Rock Klein, Allie Show. A lot going on in the next 15 minutes right here. We will get you on that standby boarding list so you can see Incubus in Tokyo. Give you some tickets to see them right here. They were just announced to be on the Beach Life Festival on May 4th. So we'll get you tickets to see them locally and again potentially internationally in Tokyo. And another festival is about to be announced. We will have uh, one of the artists, I would argue the headlining artist, joining us to announce that they will be a part of this festival and how you can get access. That is all coming up. But first, what's going on in the world? Here is your ADD News. Hit it. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Here's Cheapo. All right. It wasn't just playoff football over the weekend. It was Klein's favorite country singer, Dolly Parton's birthday. And I know you celebrated Klein. She turned 78 years old, and to celebrate, several parties were happening at once, one of which was a tribute show at the Grand Old Opry with many celebrity performances. But now the Grand Old Opry themselves have had to issue an apology on behalf of L. King because she was apparently wasted on stage and also doing a horrible Dolly Parton impression, which is <sighs> hilarious. Uh, L. King, if you remember, she did that song X's and O's a while back. She's mainly been doing kind of country blues stuff now, and she's also Rob Schneider's daughter. And this... Let's not bury that. That should be the lead. Rob Schneider's daughter? Yeah. Why is that the third thing? It's been the top bullet point. <laughs> Rob Schneider's daughter Rob ruined... Rob Schneider's daughter ruined Dolly, Dolly Parton's birthday. birthday. There's the headline. And, um... This is just some of what happened on stage. If you listen closely, you can hear her say, I'm L. King and I'm effing hammered. I'm not gonna lie. You bought tickets for this shit. You ain't getting your room back. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm f***ing hammered. I'm taking my hair and go, go ahead and go ahead and tell them I'm celebrating Dolly's birthday. He's celebrating Dolly's birthday with the bottle. Oh, celebrating Dolly's birthday with the bottle. That's what the w- woman on stage with her said. You know what she sounds like? I don't know if you've seen this video. Hey, this, is one of, this is one of my favorite uh, DUI pullovers ever, Allie, but she reminds me of this woman. Recite the alphabet from start to finish without singing it? Yeah. Okay, whenever you're ready. A, C, B, D, E, F, G, H, H I, F, N, G, H, I, C, K, L, M, N, O, P, H, Q, E, S, H-Q-E-S-I-T-E. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You passed. You know, maybe that, that sounds just like her. Maybe that's um, like what she was trying song? to do with X's and X's O's. No, she just... was just doing a drunk test. Yeah. Well, sometimes, I mean, I haven't been drinking this month, so that sounds but, fun but for if, me, but. if I didn't realize they asked you to do it without singing it. Oh, when you get pulled over? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard for anyone. I, I don't know like if I could do that difficult. sober. I feel like that's difficult. Yeah. That's uh, the trick. That's the that's the trap. You say, if you say that, then that proves you're drunk. If you say what? I, I can't do that sober. Oh, I go. Oh, oh, that's like so the they're, indicator they're that you're you drunk? You say, if you say, I couldn't even do that sober, then they go, you just admitted you've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's <laughs> good to know. Jake. I would totally say yeah, that, I too. Could, <laughs> what kind of question is that? I couldn't even do that if I was sober <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, well, we got you, you dumb idiot. 
All right. You know how we were talking about the worst types of criminals, like people who steal from the homeless or people who steal from war veterans? I wonder where you think this falls on that spectrum, because in Orange County, they just busted up a 50-person Romanian crime ring. And here's what they were doing. They were EBT skimming, meaning that they were cheating people that were on food stamps out of their own benefits. So they would... Mm-mm. Um, like if somebody goes and they're using EBT card, that's the modern food stamps, right? So they go in and they use the card, they put it put it in just like they would swipe a credit card, and then somehow they have this card skimming thing on the that would like skim money out of their account during that transaction. So if you're gonna steal somebody's money, whatever, you're just gonna steal because you're a, a jackass. But to steal from people that already are low income and need food stamps to survive yeah. and feed their families is like pretty disgusting. What we've learned is that. Thieves and criminals don't really have that additional filter. It just seems like every yeah, single person. Yeah, but even if you're like, all right, we're target. gonna do a, I know. a card skimming. Yeah, but we scam. talked about last week and people stealing from the elderly, people stealing from the what was what was the one last week? The worst type of thief stole stole from the um, the graves, right? The grave. They stole from dead people. Yeah, they don't get much lower than dead, that. Dead military. Yeah, that's like, that really is as low as you get, but this one's up there. Um, If you are interviewing for a new job this year, you should be aware of something called the coffee cup test because more and more employers are using it in the interview process when you go into interview for a job, and some companies will not even hire you if you fail the coffee cup test. And here's how it works. Don't take a dump in the coffee cup. Don't crap in your coffee. Because that's, they may know. You know, uh, we talked about me. That's right, you said. We talked, we talked about this before, Allie, the coffee cup test. We did? Yeah, you brought this story to ADD News, I want to say, months ago. Months ago? Well, then oh, what my. is it? You tell me. You leave a coffee cup. They offer you coffee. You leave it on the desk, and then they, they want to indicate, they want to see whether or not you take it with you and offer to throw it out, or you just leave it right there on the desk, and you leave. I talked about that? Yeah, that's the only way I would have learned about it. You're the only place I get my news. I don't remember talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Omar, you remember that? I don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I don't I know. think I talked about that in ADD News. I think the real coffee cup test is if you try to bring it up three different times in the ADD News, <laughs> you are unhirable. That's what I feel. Yeah. Isn't, right. that, isn't that what the test is? You're right. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you talked about. I can't. No. I, pro- I don't fi- think I brought it up on I this I will show. find the audio and play it for you tomorrow. Uh, new hour. We kick it off next with a big announcement. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, call it 20 right now. Let's make it happen for you. Get your name on the standby boarding list so you can see Incubus in Tokyo and give you some tickets to see them right here. 
the just announced Beach Life Festival on May 4th in Redondo Beach. And if you like festivals, oh boy, do we have another one to announce for you right now. This is a hot off the wire as we speak, and the headliner will be joining us in just two seconds here on K-Rock. <sighs> Look at this. Every day now we get to announce a new festival. It's wild. This is a good one. Just Like Heaven is back. Brookside at the Rose Bowl. Look at these bands. The Postal Service, Phoenix, Death Cab for Cutie, The War on Drugs, Mike Snow, Passion Pit, the list goes on and on. Tegan and Sarah, Allie. Uh, that's what I was looking at, Klein. Early birthday gift for you. War Paint. Metric. I love Metric. Johnny's all, look at Johnny back there. He's double fisting. Oh, he's excited. Wasabi. That's right. Wasabi's playing? That's, uh, no, they're not on the lineup. Not that I know of. Uh, let's break this down right now with someone who's got... Come on, Tegan and Sarah. Come on, It's Tegan. not Tegan and Sarah on our phone right now. Damn it. Ben Gibbard? Uh, not much. How you guys doing? Great to chat with you again back on K-Rock. And, you know, usually on a Monday morning, no one's ever in a good mood. So it's always great when we can deliver some news that will put people in a much better mood to start their week. Yeah, I, I, well, absolutely. I would agree with that. This festival, which we're just kind of right now, everyone's just getting this for the very first time. To see that you have been hired not once but twice to appear on the same lineup. Good for you. Yeah, was this some kind of BOGO deal, Ben? Uh, I don't know what the kind of deal it was, but we're pretty excited about it. It's going to be fun. When you stopped by K-Rock last time we chatted, it was before the Postal Service show. Shows, the Death Cab shows, the Hollywood Bowl, the, 20, the anniversary. You did it. The reaction was huge. Were you blown away also just by how well those shows went? I, I feel confident that we would be able to fill the rooms that we had booked ourselves into. But what I didn't account for or, or I didn't see coming was that we'd be adding multiple nights. We'd be end up doing you know, two Madison Square Gardens, three Hollywood Bowls. And, you know, it's one thing to kind of feel confident that a tour is going to go well. It's a whole other thing to kind of be out there um, experiencing it and just kind of seeing how much these records mean and have meant to people was a really kind of humbling and, and really kind of a be beautiful experience for, for all of us involved. Now, if Postal Service and Death Cab are on the same bill, which is the case with Just Like Heaven, along with a, a lot of other great bands, do you, Ben, choose which dressing room you'd like to be a part of? Like, I'm going to be in the Death Cab one this night, Postal Service <laughs> one the next night. Do you get your own? You know, we, we, we have a collective dressing room. Jenny has her own room for maybe some obvious reasons. Uh -huh. From the jump, we, we kind of made a point of this being a collective experience. You know, we everybody was welcome everywhere. You know, obviously there are times where, like, you know, I, I've, been, I've spent a lot more time with the Death Cab guys over the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, having some new blood was, <laughs> you know, was certainly was certainly like welcome, but not because I dislike anybody in the Death Cab. So, I yeah. always pictured in my mind it was like connecting rooms in a hotel, and you could you were the only guy oh, that could yeah. go back and forth. Which was, uh, you know, Ben Gibbard, by the way, back on K Rock right now. The big announcement that we just got moments ago, and we're thrilled to share with you this morning, is that for the fourth time, the Just Like Heaven Festival returns Brookside at the Rose Bowl on Saturday, May 18th. On the lineup, 
Postal Service, Phoenix, Death Cab for Cutie, War on Drugs, Mike Snow, Passion Pit. Uh, the list goes on and on. And when you play a festival show versus when you play a, a show where everyone has bought tickets just to see you, is there a different feeling you have when you're on stage? Not so much pressure, but you kind of create, we create a set list that is more down the middle. Like we're, we're playing, we're playing the hits, so to speak. We're not kind of leaning too deep into like obscure back catalog. But, you know, in this case, I mean, we're playing transatlanticism and give up. That's either interesting to you or it's not. And we played Riot Fest this past fall, and I'll admit I was a little concerned about how that would go. Um, not only just how these records would translate in a festival environment, but also, you know, Riot Fest is kind of like a punk first kind of festival. And it, it went over incredibly well. I mean, I think that if you're standing in a field to hear transatlanticism or give up, you're there because you know what you're getting. You know what the experience is going to be for the most part. So uh, that kind of really softened me about on doing these kind of festival plays. You know, with the Postal Service on stage again, I'm sure you're getting sick of the question, is there new Postal Service coming soon? But is there new Postal Service coming soon? <laughs> Um, I certainly understand the frustration of not getting a second record and, and there, there are no plans to do one. But I think that, you know, or I should say I would hope that there'd be some consolation in the fact that everybody involved is still making music. It's such a great time to be a fan of music because this whole thing that is happening now where bands are playing these albums that were so iconic when they were first released and that so many of them have truly held up and, and actually, I think, gotten better over time and bringing back all them cool vibes from back in the day. And I think about this because when we get a festival lineup like the one we just got and we're getting new festival lineups now every day, it feels like. As fans of music, we get all excited. We look through quickly. What's the big font? What's the little font? Do you, as an artist, obviously you know which ones you're playing, but do you also go through the those flyers and look for like oh those are our friends oh yeah that's cool yeah I mean to be, I'll, I'll admit I, I don't I mean with the exception of the bands you just mentioned I don't know else who is playing this festival uh, not because I'm not interested but I just haven't you know I haven't I haven't taken a, look, a peek yet so maybe I'll do after this uh, call we I feel that like we all, we often have very bad festival luck in the sense that the bands that we want to see the most are always playing on the opposite day or they're playing at the same time as we are uh. you know I mean I'll, I'll never forget you know we played this festival in Spain in 2008. Um, and we were playing at the exact, the exact same time as Leonard Cohen. The exact time. Like we played from eight to nine and Leonard Cohen played from eight to nine. So <laughs> there's always those kind of the scheduling snafus that kind of, you know, you kind of, you know, you kind of lament. But, um, you know, I mean, we'll get, I'll, you know, I think when the schedule comes out for the day that we're scheduled to play, we'll take a peek at it and see if there's anybody that, uh, We'll have a chance to see. I think now when these festivals get released, if people haven't heard of all of the bands, they're like, eh, whatever, you know, this lineup sucks. And what do you say to people like that, especially because I would imagine you appreciate when people go to festivals and see new music that they haven't heard before? I would not engage that because right. I feel it's such a ridiculous position to have. Yes. Um, you know, eventually, you know, the, a, a person who might kind of have that reaction will come to the conclusion that the world is not catered to them all the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I often think sometimes like, well, yeah, man, it's not, it's not the artist's fault that you haven't spent the time to check them out. You know, like there's a lot, there's a, there is a lot of music in the world right now. And I feel that what's so interesting to me now is like, I guess like an elder statesman or an older musician, you know, is that like, you know, there are just so many sub genres and kind of artists active today that are massive that I, I've, I've not heard a note of music by not because I'm not actively searching it out, but because like, you know, kind of like fandom is so splintered now yeah. and well, culture in general is more splintered than it's ever been. Um, I think it's a good thing. Ben Gibbard on with us now. Thank you so much for calling in to confirm the rumors that have now officially been confirmed that uh, the Postal Service, Death Cab for Cutie, both will be on the stage for the fourth annual 
just like Heaven Festival. And uh, we cannot wait. Uh, last question, because as we have to now write, you know, coming up, we got Valentine's Day. I've got to try to write something romantic on a card. You're a great songwriter. You're a great lyricist. Is there any advice you have for regular dummies like me about how we could write something to come across like soul meets body is one of the most beautiful phrases ever uttered before. Is there anything that you could say for us regular people so that we can not screw up our Valentine's Day cards? Uh, you know, I would say to, to not, if, 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 you, if, if one uh, does not have uh, use of language that, you know, a, a professional writer has and wants to say something eloquent, find a beautiful quote by a writer that you love oh. and put that in and say, this is, I've always, I wish I could say this as beautifully as, as so-and-so did. Uh, but this is how I feel about you. Yeah, use a Ben Gibber lyric. I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote Give Up in its entirety, the entire <laughs> album. All right, okay. Ben, thank well, you so much. Nicely, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Nicely, There's some ups and downs there. Ben, thank you so much. Great chatting with you again, and we can't wait to see you when you're back here uh, for Just Like Heaven. Uh, the great Ben Gibbard on with K-Rock right now. Thanks, Ben. Of course, thank you. Well, the Postal Service. Ben Gibbard just on with us from that band right there. And that band will be taking... I didn't even look at all these bands, Allie. We only gave some of the lineup. We're posting it all. It's already up, I think, at K-Rock and Klein Alley Show. Um, this is a new festival just announced, Just Like Heaven, fourth annual, happening back at Brookside Rose Bowl, and the Postal Service will be there uh, playing that album in its entirety, Give Up. And then, of course, you got uh, Phoenix, Death Cab, War on Drugs, Mike Snow, Passion Pit, Tudor Cinema Club, Fanagram. You got Metric, Tegan and Sarah, Washed Out... Uh, Slave Bells, War Paint. I mean, there's uh, 10 other bands I haven't even announced yet. So go and this for on the... May 18th, so mark your calendars. So that'll be a good time. And uh, thank you, Ben, for joining us this morning to confirm the good news. Even he was that unaware. That we're never getting postal service music. <laughs> that we're never going to get new music from postal service. <laughs> Great. Uh, meanwhile, we got a lot of people on the phone right now because we were asking for a caller uh, 20 right around 9 o'clock. And we've left these poor patient people on hold for almost 15 minutes, Allie. And now we must give away the good news to... Caller 20, which puts us in West L.A. And who's this? Yo, good morning, guys. It's Johnny. Johnny, you are caller 20. Wait a minute. That other guy's name is Johnny. Wait, whoa. Two Johnnies. <laughs> is Jake, your name Jonathan? Jake, get to the bottom of this, man. Uh, Johnny, <laughs> congratulations. You're going to go. Listen to this. You're the first name I'm writing down on the standby boarding uh, yeah. list. So you can potentially go to Tokyo and see Incubus. And you will get to see them. At a separate festival happening in Southern California. That's Beach Life Festival on May the whoa. 4th. All right? Wow, this sounds amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for supporting the show. Thanks for waking up with us. Hold on one second. You'll have more chances every hour and all week long to get on that standby boarding list and get yourself some Incubus tickets. Quick break. This will explain the details for that thing. And we'll be back with Where'd You Go? How Far'd You Go? Next. K-Rock, Clan Alley Show. Just before 9.30 on a Monday morning, it's going to be a wet one. We will uh, get into where'd you go, how far'd you go in a moment. If you were on a first date this past weekend, we got some questions, and all we ask for you is brutal honesty as we try to figure out if there's any rhyme or reason to where you go on the date and how far you go on the date. So far, we've talked to, I don't know, Allie, 100 people that have gone on first dates, and it never seems like there's any correlation between the level of niceness of the place. There's people that go to Jack in the Box and get laid. There's people that go to very expensive sushi restaurants and Someone leaves in the middle, no hooking up. Yeah, and there's definitely plenty of red flags that happen, but then sex still happens, even after the red flags. Yeah. The woman that got, I think about this, the one that really still stays with me is that woman that went back to that guy's house, and he made uh, hot dogs on the stove, and they watched World War II, uh, old World War II black and white movies, and she, she, and she, and she was scared, like, okay. the, and she still had sex with the guy. Yeah. 
It was the craziest first or date ever. The other first day where the girl or the guy took her back to his place, but then said, "You need to shower first. Yeah, <laughs> and there was weird old people living there. Oh remember? yeah, that's that right. Was, that was wild too. And she still had sex with him. She still had sex yep. with the guy. She's like, "Yeah, he lived with old people. They weren't his relatives. There's random old roommates." Yeah, I was like, what is going on? So eventually, everyone's going to get laid at some point. You'd like to believe that's the case. It's time for where'd you go? How far'd you go? Hit it. Oh, my bad. And hit it. <laughs> Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? All right. We played with a woman last time. You want to play with a guy now? Or I don't ever want to play with guys. But... All right. James? Oh, come on, Allie. I know. I know. <laughs> You know, oh, fine. I'll have morning, sex everyone. with him. Yeah, thank you. Hi, good morning, James. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, you'll be brutally honest about the date, uh, where you went, how far you went. We'll get to that eventually. We want to get to know you just a little bit first. Uh, how did you meet this person you went out with? She was introduced. Good, good morning, everyone. Uh, she was introduced to me uh, via a coworker over text. Like one of those things where they added the person to the text and gave you guys the text intro all on the same message? A little bit. Like a matchmaking, like uh, she, uh, uh, the coworker met her at a party, and then said, "Oh, you should meet my coworker," and then kind of uh, looped us in into just an introductory. I wonder how often that ever works out positively. I do, I do think like people say that all the time. Like oh, I work with somebody. You well, would... especially because if it works out, you want to be the one who's like, "I." It's because of me. Yeah, everyone does love the power of putting a couple together. It's like very godlike yes. complex. Why did? Yes. Do you know why Some this coworker thought the two of you would get along? Uh, because you've got a D, she's got a B. Let's go ahead and make it happen. You guys, guys. would so love each other. Yeah. Uh, she, she, when she met the girl at, this, at a party, she just liked her personality and thought that uh, I would like her personality. Huh, just vibing. Okay. Good personality. Yikes. Yeah. She's got a yeah. great personality. You, know you should meet her. Bull. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's yeah. what I get. Right. That's what. That's what we'll say about Allie. <laughs> That's no good. All right. All right, let's get to it. We just get one question, then we get to the only questions that matter, which is where'd you go, how far'd you go? They were introduced through a coworker. Let's get to know James a little bit, and then we'll go ahead and lock in our guesses. Keep your poker face as best you can. Uh, Jake the Nerd, we'll give you the first question for uh, James. Hey, James, uh, are you more of a festival guy, or would you rather go see like a headlining act by themselves? It's a terrible I question. Would rather go, I would rather go see a headlining act by themselves. It's a question. It's not. It's like you literally just. Why don't you say to the guy, do you like live music or live comedy? I mean, you, you just basically cornered him. Like live music or live comedy? Yeah, you cornered him into an answer that really tells us nothing about the guy. Yes, it does. Do you like a band for an hour and a half or for forty-eight minutes? What do you think he's going to say? <laughs> no. Would you rather go to a festival, like an all-day festival, or see like a one-headlining band? All right, let's just move on. Jake, you know that's a bad question. That's a good question. You're, you're. I can hear your hesitation in your voice. You know it's not. Good question. All right. So you'd rather see a band for longer? Thanks. Uh, I'm yeah. ready. To, I'm ready to guess, Allie. No. What is your? I have everything I need. <laughs> what is your question for uh, James? James, what is your flex if you're trying to impress somebody? Can you cook for them? Uh, that's a good question. Can you, is there something? You have a nice car? Something that's like a, a go-to flex for you in a dating scenario? Uh, uh, go-to flex is talking about like the different sports I like to play. Uh, athletic, uh, the athletics I'm involved in, I like to surf, things like that. Oh, yeah. That women is like hot that. for, yeah. I told women that for a while. I've never surfed a day in my life, <laughs> and eventually I called out on it. Did you have a board just to No, I, I never had a board, but I would always say things like, uh, I got to get up early tomorrow and surf. 
Because <laughs> yeah. that was a great, it's a great line. I feel like women, but like I think that turns people on. In yeah, general. when you're getting up at the crack of dawn, to and go they were like, "Great, I also have ocean. to get up early for a made-up excuse, so I don't have to spend the night with you." <laughs> All right, interesting. So you're a surfer. You like to, that's a good flex right there. I like. That. Is that true? Yeah, you're a good surfer. Uh, yeah. Surf, skate, lifting, running, just kind of all those outdoor wow. activities. Uh, not not afraid of all that stuff, but just like to do like a variety of all things. Right. He's surf guy. That's right, good. Uh, Omar I got... mean, but he's got all those hot activities. Right. Surfing, skating, You're, I agree. running. Those are hot activities. I say eating bacon. It's not necessarily a hot activity. <laughs> skating, like roller skating or rollerblading? Yeah, like skateboards. Kind of uh, skate, uh, skateboard. skateboard. Yeah, this guy's like SoCal cool. Come on, roller wow. skates. <laughs> uh, that's a panty dropper. All right, Omar, what is your question for James? Oh, uh, yeah, James, I want to know how many white one-night stands have you had? Oh, uh, there was a drop. How many what have I had? One-night stands. One night. Oh, my gosh, one-night stands. Honestly, Omar, zero. Wow, dude, a ripped guy like you who's into all that cool stuff, that's shocking. Okay, I know, Omar's yeah. ready to sleep with you. Yeah, Omar's know, very horny right now. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James, what celebrity do you most resemble physically? Oh, my gosh. Um, I can't think of his name right now on the spot, but the guy from the Transporter, the first Transporter movies, why can't I think of his name? Um, the... Brett, oh gosh, I'm bad with celebrity names. Jason Statham? Th- thank you, yes. Jason oh, Statham. Jason Statham. Oh, man, I'll I do you. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, when he's, I don't look like him in the movie, but. Right, no, I get it. I got like, kind of yeah. that uh, shaved head, sort of like ripped guy. Uh, he's kind of short in real life, I think, that Jason Statham. Yeah, but um, I could picture this coworker now being like, you have to meet my, right. my coworker. He right. looks like Jason Statham, but younger. Here's what we know about you. You've never uh, had a one-night stand. You surf and skate, lift weights. You look like Jason Statham. And you'd rather see a band play slightly longer than slightly shorter. <laughs> Good question. So, so we know, we learned so, so we learned a little bit about him, and then there was Jake's question. All right. I mean, Jake, we have all week to prepare one question for this stupid game. Uh, yeah, and since we're talking about festivals, All right, I thought whatever. it'd be a good question. No, it's relevant. Allie, let's go ahead. I want to know Jake's guess. Let's get to the guesses. Jake, <laughs> where do you think he went and how far did he Still go? Still trying to think. James, don't say, don't answer yet. We're all going to guess first and figure out where he went on the date, how far he went yeah, on the sure. date. This is a woman he met through a coworker. All right, since he yeah. met her through a coworker, I think he played it cool, nothing crazy. They went out to lunch, like near the beach, like walked the beach. Walked uh, the beach in the rain? It was a terrible weekend for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. They walked the beach in the pouring they rain. They walked the beach in the pouring rain. Had one of those double umbrellas that we talked about earlier. <laughs> yeah, uh, They're not, right. on, All right. not on the market yet. Anyways, yeah. they made plans for a second date. Uh, a little kiss. That was it. Kiss. That was it. All right. Allie, you got a better guess? I think we should just go with Jake's. It's obviously spot on. <laughs> I think that you did some kind of an indoor bar activity because it seems like you're an active guy and maybe this coworker thought the girl was too. So I think you did one of those like axe throwing things where you're like doing an activity inside of a bar. And then I think you went back to your place and you guys watched one of the division championship games and um, had nachos. You ordered like, you know, big 
like bar food kind of stuff, and then you had um, like third base stuff on the couch. No one's doing third base after nachos. Are you out of your uh, mind, Allie? Do you have any idea? Excuse me, hey, a little cheese falls, and you're down there already. Oh, you're such an idiot. That is like guaranteed no third base. But by the way, nachos is a good consolation. You're not getting third base. All right, Omar, where did he go? How yeah. far did he go on the date? Um, yeah, I think this guy li- lives by the ocean, so they went out to a nice meal for dinner, and uh, they hit it off, and uh, they went for coffee afterwards, and then they went back to his place, but nothing really happened. They just continued to chat, and they got to know each other, and they parted ways, and maybe there was an embrace at the end, but I think this guy's looking for love, and he's going to take it easy because he's really into this lady. Mm. All right. Jake, ma- or, um, Klein, maybe the girl had like baby teeth or something like there was some kind of feature mm, that teeth. that like he didn't <laughs> didn't know foresee. about yeah well you wasted your guess already oh you here, should use that though here's what i think uh, any of these guys that are into the uh skating surfing i find them to be less interested in football so i think the fact really? that games were on this weekend didn't affect this guy at all because they're fact, like above it yeah it's a great weekend for a guy like this because even though everyone else was watching football this guy didn't care about the games at all so as a result i think the women are like oh man this guy doesn't care about watching football this is a oh, my that dream. means he'll care about me so i do think they went and did something while the games were on but he wasn't watching the games and she and maybe they were even on in the background and he wasn't paying attention she was like whoa this is, this so is a keeper so I, I think they did go somewhere, uh, I'm going to say not for dinner, i say it was a middle of the day sort of situation, food was involved, but I feel like they definitely had sex, and I'm just trying to figure out, I feel like there's an added element to it, like it wasn't just him and the girl, it may have been like him, the nachos. girl, and the coworker, And the nachos. And the nachos. <laughs> no, I don't have nachos in my scenario. Are any of us exactly right, James, as to where you went, how far you went on the date? A few of you are so close and and have all the themes right. Uh, no one is exactly right. Though. All right, who was the uh, closest? Though? Quite, uh, gosh, Jake is the closest. No way! You got to No way! Hang up on this guy. Yeah. This, guy's <laughs> this is a plan. Clearly, this is one of the matters. So sorry to give Jake some credit. <laughs> God damn it! What did you do? Uh, I, I wish it was as delicious as Jack in the Box and mouth stuff. So uh, we had a lovely the beach. You <laughs> went to the beach? How'd you go to the beach? It was terrible weather all weekend. Except the sun came out a little yesterday. Uh, I'm a nerd on the weather, and so I was tracking the weather to figure out when it would break, and it broke around noon on no Sunday. One, no wonder Jake knows how you think. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And, weather nerd. And, and so it, it was also beautiful for that reason. So uh, we went here and there was kissing involved because it was just such a beautiful day your phone cut out did you did you have nachos and oral <laughs> we did uh no 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 nachos and oral it was a nice restaurant in manhattan beach and then some uh some uh surf watching on the pier with kissing kissing uh, but, that's it but no uh just a little bit of kissing but like klein said i'm not as interested in football but she was and so we watched uh bill's Chiefs and uh, did a little uh, Taylor roulette and uh, did some kissing every time we saw Taylor on the screen. Wow. Mm. So you said every time they show Taylor, we're going to kiss? Yes. Wow. But it never got past kissing. No. Uh, and- just, just that kind of uh, early, like, you know, feeling each other up to, not uh, but, uh, just getting to know one another with you know, some kissing. So and you're going to see each other again? Things. We will. It was a good date. I'm going to try that on my wife this weekend. 
Every time they show Taylor, I'm going to say that every time they. Yeah, but I'm not going to do. I'm going to do kiss down there. No. <laughs> like every every time they show a football. Every time. Every time there's a football, <laughs> you need to go down on that. <laughs> oh, that's a great game. She's going to be very sore. Be a lot, be a lot of red flags being thrown. All right. Thank you, uh, James, and congratulations on the successful date. Second date already lined up. That's good stuff right there. Goddamn, Jake was right. Unbelievable. Yeah, boy. We'll wrap up the show with takeaways and get the hell out of here after Fall Out Boy and Kara. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks, Fall Out Boy. We will wrap it up. Nicole Alvarez will be in here. There she is. 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock in your future and more chances for you to hop on the standby boarding list. Destination number three, Tokyo, Japan. And you will see, uh, who are you going to see in Tokyo, Allie? Incubus. Incubus in Tokyo. Your next chance coming up very soon with Nicole every hour straight up through 6 p.m. We'll do that all week. Congratulations. Uh, winner of destination number two, uh, Mr. Gonzalez, will be traveling from Hawthorne all the way to Paris to see some 41. Yeah, actually, Thank a you. friend of his texted on the text line and was like, I just found out and confirmed that my friend was on your show and won tickets to go to Paris. <sighs> okay, better start sucking up big time. Yep. Get on that trip. You want to be hot. the plus one. Uh, thank you, uh, Ben Gibbard, for calling us a little bit a little while ago to announce that uh, Postal Service and Death Cab both be on that lineup for Just Like Heaven Festival. It's hard to keep track of everything. And uh, that uh, young young 15-year-old boy from Redondo Beach who went on Shark Tank and did the opposite of me, he got a successful deal. He got a successful deal for Nathaniel. an invention that has never been invented before, yeah. let alone... Uh, I, I looked at his invention. It's, it's just, listen... Whatever. I it's thought a, that it was two handles next to each other. It's an umbrella with a long handle. A so long everyone handle can hold where on. there's two. It's right. like if a stripper pole and an umbrella made a baby is yeah. what it looks like. And you know I what? I hope that was in his pitch. That got a deal. And I got no deal. Yeah, so because clearly, his product didn't exist before. And neither did mine. <laughs> Allie, the world's first pizza wine. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here with takeaways. What do we got on the text line? Uh, let's see. If, uh, 213, my takeaway is Elizabeth. Grab my gun. Yeah, that's right. That's how Johnny keeps his house safe. Uh, five six two. My takeaway is two Jakes walk into a bar and I'm out. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> Got to hear that part earlier this morning in the podcast. And three one zero. My takeaway is Ben Gibbard um, will not be making new music with the Postal Service, which yeah. is really sad. Sad in- announcement that was made on the show. I am excited for Just Like Heaven. Uh, your takeaway from today's show, Omar Khan. Uh, my takeaway is that Tyrone is a tough guy's name. Everyone knows it. You're going to make up a fake name. Don't go with Elizabeth. Go with Tyrone for sure. Uh, Allie, what is your takeaway? My takeaway is there's this thing that employers are trying now called the coffee cup test. Oh, I've never and heard about it. what happens Okay, we know. You've reported on it three times. get a cup times. of coffee. i got to go find that audio. And will they bring it back to the kitchen or not? Yeah, we know. You've told us about it many <laughs> times before. Uh, tomorrow's Allie's birthday, by the way. So hopefully you uh, join us for that. It'll be a big celebration. Some surprises that even she doesn't know about. Really? Ooh. No, we haven't planned it yet, but oh. we will. Although tonight we're going to the Kings game, so we may not. Got to see Big Save Dave in action at the Kings game. In fact, if you're going to come with us, can't wait to hang out with you uh, at the suite later. If you're going to be at the game anyway, love to get together, have a uh, can of a drink. Damn. Love to get together uh, and watch you have and a drink. Have a mocktail. Uh, if you'll send us a DM so we can connect at the uh, crypto later. Do you want tonight. me to bring you a juice or something? No, it's fine. I'll drink a soda. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, Jake, got a takeaway? Yeah, client has residual stupidity. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's a medical condition. Omar, take us out. That they, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that, uh, that, um... 
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.